This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome back. Did everyone tune in yesterday for our part one sit down chat with Miss Catherine Edwards to dissect this part two of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion? Well, if you listened, you realize we never got into things about the reunion with Catherine. We ended up talking about her time on the show. We talked about Munchausen's, the early days of Rinna and Eileen Davidson, Faye Resnick, and oh, so much more. Of course, we chatted a little bit about the reunion, Erica, but we have so much more to talk about. That conversation from yesterday, blast from the past, and a little bit of reunion chat continues right now here. Enjoy. Kathy, now I think it's, I thought it was hilarious that Kathy did not recognize that that was her backyard or whatever. That was really funny. I like her. And she brings the notes and it's like, okay, honey, these are called receipts. Like, this is like, we're many seasons. It's like, she's so authentic. It's so, you know, I have to say, I listen, not that I know either of these two people, but I under, like I've met Paris Hilton many times. Like, no, I don't know her, but like, I understand like Paris Hilton makes so much sense to me more. Like I've always known who Kathy, it makes sense, right? Like you understand Paris Hilton now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I get it. Kathy to me is like, and she's friends with her. Kathy to me, because I just saw a picture. Kathy is like candy spelling, like just like Martha Stewart, like just has that, like, this is, they just, they they make that look easy, like putting on and yes, they have help and everything. But like when Kathy's going through, like, I mean, I wouldn't know the difference between this and you know what I mean? Like Kathy is like that candy spelling DIY, like, right. Yes. Yes. Did you see that? Did you see, this is totally off the subject. Did you see Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart's birthday thing to Snoop Dogg on Martha Stewart's IG? Please, when we are done, you need to go to Martha Stewart's IG account. It is the best birthday tribute to Snoop Dogg. I I love those two together. Love. Now, 
Do you know that I used to, this is going to be a whole show in and of itself. You can be the ones to interview me for this if you want, when the time comes, because people want it. But I used to run. So after I practiced law, I went into like HR and recruiting. I used to run basically recruiting and hiring at Martha Stewart, like for Martha Stewart. Oh, oh, Oh my goodness. So that's a whole conversation. Literally people are like, you need to do Yeah. I'm like, I'll do a show. Listen, I I'll give like an honest opinion. Like I'll tell you how it is. I don't, sure, sure. but one time so difficult to work for. Yeah. She's difficult. Yeah. Like I, 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 yeah, like, yes, I don't mind someone difficult to tell you the truth. Like I'd rather almost have someone nasty and difficult than just like, what are you thinking? Like, I am so confused. Like, are you upset with me? Cause you don't right. seem to be, but now you are. And where the hell did that come from? Right. Right. But yeah, she is not an easy person to work for. So just, just keep that in the back of your, well, that's a whole nother story. It's so funny. Yeah. And then we'll get back. So like a side thing. So okay. like, you know, this show gets covered in all the media. So again, I won't mention the name of the publication, but there's one publication sure. that was like, Oh my God. Like we heard, you know, on your show, you said this. So they called me and like off the record, blah, 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 blah. Great. Off the record. What is it like to work at Martha Stewart? So I, you know, we talked and I was like, just whatever off the record. The next thing I know, the next morning, like the editor, this was like a major paper. This isn't like a blog as you like to refer to her, Lindsay Cronin. This wasn't Lindsay Cronin and reality blurb. This was like a major, the next, the head of this publication calls me and they're like, we have to run this. And I'm just like, yeah. And it's just like, you know, you still working for it. No, it it was like, there's, it wasn't like ended to all we're way past NDA, whatever the fuck I signed. Like it's none of that. Mm -hmm. It was just like, well, you know, why, like, what do I get out of this? Like, why? Like, that's where like, I I don't have an ego. It's more like, you know, my name is in the press all the time for my job that I do now. It says, sure. you know, on, so that makes sense. There's a click through, looks maybe more clicks. This is like, uh, like I have no problem coming for someone. Like if you wrong right. me as a person, I, I would have, I would have done a complete smear piece on Martha. There's certain housewives I would do a complete smear piece on, but I'm like, she really never, uh, truly, truly did not. She, there was nothing she ever did to me. Like sure. it was a She's working relation. Right. Yeah. Like how she likes it. And right. So I was like, I'm not out for blood with Martha. Like I have no qualms. And I'm like, I mean, are you offering 25,000, 10? Like what's, oh, wait, there's no money. Like why, why would I agree? Because this will get picked up all over. And I have nothing against this woman. No. So there's, it's like, and I'm just like, and and they were Mm. so pissed. I'm like, you're still going to run my podcast when there's like something salacious that you can't help. Like there's, there was never that threat, but like they were pissed as hell, but I'm like, it's not like I said, let's do this. I said off the record, I don't even want to talk about this. Right. So there you go. But wait, but Snoop and Martha together are like, it's, it's gold. She, the, it's a gold elevator door. The elevator door opens up. It's filled with smoke. He's standing kind of leaning up against the back with like a big blunt. And she's on a chair peeling a cupcake, right? She takes the cupcake, the, the, the little cupcake off the, the paper. She just drops it so elegantly. And she's got the cupcake and she just holds it up the whole while looking at the camera. And then he bends down, like lets out this big puff of smoke and kisses the cupcake and then the elevator door closes. I freaking love it. I, I'm, I, listen, 
I am like that Martha Stewart. I just want to have like this great cooking and just be so elegant, but then I want that flavor in my life. <laughs> they are literally, and I've also, I've been places where like Snoop Dogg has like pulled up. Like it's not oh, yeah. a stereotype. Like no. the, there's like a freaking, no. I don't even know. It's like an SUV and it's like, a trillion people come out and yes, like literally you could see the smoke coming out of the van and you can smell it. And it's like, (laughs) someone was just here. I forgot. I forgot who it was. It wasn't like a, it was like a real actual celebrity. And they said like, they were on like the tonight show or something with Snoop Dogg and like, they were getting ready and they're like, oh my God. And whoever it was like Jayla, it was something like that. And they were like, no, like he's allowed to like nobody else is backstage, but they're like, just that's Snoop. And, but she said like, I was in a dressing room, like 15,000 blocks away and I could smell it. And they're like, oh yeah, tonight's guest is Snoop along with you. And she was like, you could smell it from like floors away. And everyone was like, you just can't say no. It's, it's still it. here now. So that's the best thing that nobody can say anything about it. It's like, you're having a martini. He's having a blunt, like relax. That's just like, but Martha and Snoop, it's literally gold. It's literally oh, gold. You got to watch it when we're done. I'm going to so, watch it. So good. So what did you think of, so I understand Paris Hilton more. So Kathy, you know, like it, it was, that was touching between Kyle and Kathy tonight. I had tears in my eyes. I literally like welled up with tears. I'm serious. That was so sweet and, and genuine. And, you know, I think because that's real, those are sisters and to have that moment, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Now my cynical mind does go to like, oh my God, the producers and Andy are just like, inside like just like screaming like they're like just let them have so much drama right now like this is like pay dirt gold like this will go right I mean I think they were just like oh, this yeah, is like find a way to cause drama between them well not even but like when it was happening I think they were just like uh stay on them put the subtitles like it just like I, I think it was a real moment don't get me wrong but I just think yeah. they were like you know Andy's acting calm and I just could see everyone behind cameras just being like holy like this is this is it like this is the moment like just shut the fuck up like nobody speak shut up shut up erica don't you speak up like just (laughs) right like right i just think they were like this is like epic and because it was such a real moment but i just that's my cynical side too but i mean it was real i mean like the whole thing with them i think was all because mauricio left hilton and highland i think that's where it started and started the agency I, i thought that was like where it all kind of started. I I remember hearing that, but they didn't allude to that. They alluded to, you know, American woman and Kim with the first season and the whole Kyle kind of outing her as being an alcoholic or whatever. And I can imagine that, that, you know, it's funny because I have two sisters, one older and one younger, and we've never had big arguments, but we've had disagreements in our lives about things. And when there's three, there's always one person who is going to be, you know, in a disagreement on the outs. And yeah, so I can imagine for Kyle, when she was on the outs with Kim and Kathy, that was hard. And that was a long run of not speaking. A long run. And like yeah. when Kathy was like, I never watched the show until this season. Cause you know, she's on it. And she's like, when I got the, the trailer, like, 
It yeah. was really like, that was, yeah. Right. Yeah. I loved it. That See, don't we want more moments like that? That felt good. I liked it. It did. And I also like how Kathy is the big sister and Kathy is the one who is the richest and and like the legend, you know, you say the name Kathy Hilton and people are like, Oh my God, like in America, people that don't watch the housewives, when you say Kyle Richards, they're like, who, like Kathy's name does have that. But I do love how then like, when it comes to housewives, it is Kyle is a, you know, she is like protecting. She's like, listen, I'm going to speak for Kathy and Kathy's not like, you know, she just Kyle, Kyle gets what's going on from a production standpoint. And like, let me just make a statement before this. Right. She's like protecting her. So I, I I liked it. I do too. I will say this aside from the, the Richard sisters, I, uh, I had, um, I, I, I liked Erica better tonight. Strangely so. And I don't normally say that, <laughs> but I was like, okay, little redeeming. No, I mean, I'm not saying that it changes my opinion on anything. And I think that next week it's going to go right back in the shitter, but I, I felt like it was a little bit better. It was better than last week. It's funny because I took notes this time, which I never do. I told you, I was just somehow caught up in my work life. And at the beginning, mm-hmm. I have a lot of like, I'm, I was like a lawyer. I was coming for Erica. There's so, and we'll get into it. So many things she said. Okay. And then at the end, I literally wrote, it's funny. I literally wrote like, I mean, do we feel a little bit bad? Like it's, yeah, I had the same exact reaction. 100%. Like, huh. Is part yep. of like, do we like Erica just a little better after this week? I, I literally did, felt the same way. Like, you know, all these people that are like, blah, blah, blah. You come for her, even though most people are coming for her. I'm like, I could see the other side for a minute. Like just, you know, it doesn't, doesn't delete anything with the victims and right. Like next week we might, but I, it's so funny you say that. I was like, am I, I like, am I, I bored? Am I caught up in life? Like, why am I feeling so generous with my emotions towards Erica tonight? I felt like I, I kind of sympathize slightly in the regard that I thought, you know, she, she really is just in this and, you know, this is her life now and she's got, has to make the best of it. And when she said, you know, what am I going to do? I'm, I just turned 50. This is my life. I have to turn it around. I have to survive this. I, I, I was like, okay, she's right. She's right. But in the same sense, I will say, I think she has handled herself very, very poorly thus far. And I think she'll probably any good things we felt today watching this episode will probably not feel that way next week or by the time it's over. But she's just she's just really she's she's just made really poor choices throughout all of it. And hold on my dog so and she doesn't seem to ever be able to admit a mistake. And that is hard. She's like LVP 2.0. Kind of. Right? Well, here's, okay, before I get to my sympathetic feelings for a minute for her, the way it's like, the thing is, this is what I wrote down because like her argument to me makes no sense. Like 
I mean, Andy, to his credit, stayed on it. Like, why? So first, let's talk about the fact that she says Tom is cheating, which I still don't even personally believe that. That's just me. As I run around all day trying to get everything done with running this podcast, the most important thing to me is comfort. When it comes to underwear, loungewear, and activewear, Third Love understands that comfort is of the utmost importance. That's why they design feel-good all-day wear that hugs better, holds stronger, and supports longer. When I hear from all of my female friends, and yes, many of the housewives who I am friends with, they talk about Third Love's fitting room quiz. The fitting room quiz is so detailed in a good way, it helps you find the perfect size and style. Also, third loves, the bras are available in exclusive half cups, and the underwear, loungewear, and activewear is available from sizes XS to 3X. That's why the fit is better. And third love obsesses over every stitch, so you'll never have to think about how something feels, looks, or wears. But don't take my word for it. If you don't love your fit, Guess what? Exchanges and returns are free for 60 days. Feeling is believing. Upgrade to everyday pieces that love your body as much as you do. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order at thirdlove.com slash velvet. That's 20% off at thirdlove.com slash velvet. I, I, I also would say if he's cheating, I mean, this isn't very nice of me, but I'll just be honest. Ew, who cares? I say, thank you, ladies, for doing something I didn't want to do. I was just going to say that. Like, I mean, nice, but it's uh... like, why do you like let him cheat? Who cares? I I agree. I know that's not nice, but I agree. Yeah. I just, if you think about it, right. So, like, if any of us were cheating, I mean, people stay when they get cheated on, but. Not most, I mean, not if you're in love. So like, that's where Andy and like, there was something she kept saying, which that was zooming. So it's like, you're married to this person who cheats. And then when Andy's like, why didn't you leave? She kept saying like, cause then they're like, well, you stayed for the money cause you didn't leave. So he cheated. Right. You're not there. Cause he's now. And then she kept saying like, I'm just looking at my notes. Like, did you stay for the money? She kept saying, I couldn't leave because I didn't have access to the money. And then people and Andy were like, so you stayed for the money. And she's like, I didn't stay for the money. I stayed because I didn't have access to the money. Like, what would I do if I left? Well, like, that's when Andy was like, well, if you're going to get half and you're making, now we all know you make 600,000. So like, I, I don't understand, like, what do you mean you can't leave? Like you can't leave because you don't have access to the money. How is that different than you can't leave and you're staying for money only? Like she seemed to think it was a, there was some difference. Like I have no access to the money. So that's why I can't leave. I gave him every, well, you, you, if you're going to divorce someone and you're handing over your check, well, you would stop that like a month before you're going to leave or whatever. But why wouldn't she, if, if she's knew he was cheating on her and she was making money for how long she could have easily gone to evolution media and said, do not deposit my checks. To, don't send them to Girardi, send them to this bank. And, and, and if they're some big, powerful law firm, you think they're going to notice a check that's 
you know, however much money not coming in. Right. That's what made no sense. I'm like, there's like, that's where it's like, so in the beginning I was like, I'm telling you, she kept saying I couldn't leave because I couldn't, her point was like, I didn't have access to the money. So if I left, I'd have zero. Well, Well, you would have a $600,000 a year and eventually get half. No, but I think she, I think that because of the amount of money that she spent every month, her check from housewives wasn't covering. So she couldn't leave because that American Express bill wasn't going to be covered with her salary. And I do think, I mean, and this is just my opinion. I do think that when she found out what was coming down and I do think she probably knew, I I just find it so hard to believe that with American Express, if you don't pay your bill, you pay your bill in full every month. And I, I can't remember, I read it somewhere, how much money that they owed American Express. And at some point, American Express is going to cut her credit card off. And if she goes to buy something and they say, I'm sorry, your credit card's been declined. You think she's not going to go to him and say, hey, my credit card was declined. And you think he's not going to say to her, hey, I'm not paying the bill. I don't know. You think she would have stayed. Right. I mean, that was Andy's point of like. That's when she was probably thinking, like, I got to get out of Dodge. The shit's hitting the fan. I got to, you know get out right and that's where she's like well i was leaving because he was declining not in in didn't a viewer didn't someone write in and say how did you manage to get an apartment put a down payment because the ten thousand dollar apartment is first last in one month's rent that's thirty thousand dollars plus she got herself a car she i i don't believe that she packed up everything in one day and was just out like you know, she threw all her stuff in a duffel bag. This is not happening like that. Sorry. I'm not buying it. And like, I understand you want the money and your lifestyle, but like, if you're miserable at some point, like, again, I go back to what I said last week, like there are women that walk away from miserable marriages with literally like on unemployment, $400 a week and food stamps. You had this job and- if, I mean, if you really didn't know what was going to happen, then to, in your mind, you were going to get half of this fortune, yep. you would have left. Totally. So that's totally. what I, that's where it's like, I don't understand how you're saying you didn't have access to the money. And then they kind of felt sorry for her, the other women. I'm like, that's not really like, why would you have access to any money if you're leaving someone like that doesn't like, to me, it's like, that didn't make it any better. If you're miserable in a miserable marriage, start over like with nothing, like it, people do it. People do it. She can't do that. And I think by then she probably realized I'm sure when she was miserable and things weren't going well, she still had him funding her career. And that was something probably that she wanted to stay for. And I'm sure that that was something she was probably hoping would turn into something where she could like really make something out of it. And it was her storyline on the show. It was like a lot of who she is. And when, you know, that's over, I mean, other than the divorce, what is her storyline? She has no career anymore. And now the divorce, what would she be doing if it wasn't just, I mean, it's not going to be her kids. It's not going to be, I don't see a, I don't know about a relationship. 
The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. This summer, the world must answer one question. Why has no one made a popsicle that gets you high yet? That's right, it's summer, and it's time for you to get your hands on America's new favorite product, Danksicles. 20 milligrams of THC in two great flavors, the latest and greatest innovation from IndiCloud. Is IndiCloud the greatest company to come out of America? Maybe. But what we do know for sure is that IndiCloud is the best way to get dispensary-grade cannabis delivered directly to your door, 100% legally. Yes, they ship legally to all states. No medical card needed. Whether it's vapes as big as your head, flowers you won't find in your mom's garden, or, of course, popsicles that get you high as What are you waiting for? Go to indicloud.co slash spring24 and get discreet delivery on top-shelf THC products. Head over to indicloud.co slash spring24. That's co, not com, to snag 30% off your first order. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talk to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful Anonymous. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number. Thousands of people try to call. I talk to one of them. They stay anonymous. I can't hang up. That's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh. Somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful Anonymous. I don't know. What what would the storyline be? So I think that that was... I, I think for her, like, if she could continue on with the music career and she could live her life, she had her like apartment or whatever it was that, you know, she hung out with all of her friends in and she had a good life. I mean, I I agree with you to what you said before about like sugar daddies, like in the beginning, you know, a sugar daddy wants you to be like, you know, humble and appreciative of like a dinner and, you know, and then eventually maybe you'll get, I mean, I don't have a sugar daddy nor have I ever, I mean, (laughs) I I would gladly take one. I, 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 please, please apply. But I just know how the world works. And like, you know, you eventually will get the Gucci bag or the Louboutins, but that ain't upfront. It's like, we're going to have dinners and, you know, like you might get a jet, you might jet off to Greece or something, but right. Like who's going to say, sign me up for $50,000 a month from day one and you're 50. And that's not age shaming at all because I ain't no 20 year old, but I'm just telling you most sugar daddies do not want 50. They would like 19 to 24. Let's just leave it at that. Well, she looks really good though. She looks really good for 50. That's, that's a lot of, you know, maintenance. And I'm sure that was part of $40,000 a month. 
I just don't know who's going to be like, no. it's almost like you're like, taking, like, sign me up for that. I'll, I'll, I'll spend $40,000 in a month for you to go like have a career and sing in clubs and no, no. So I don't know who this person is going to be, but like, they might have, you know, I'm sure they'll have money. Like she travels in these circles with these women, but like, it's going to be a Vegas, it's going to be a Vegas, like gambler, like, yeah. Um, some Guido, some Vegas guy that's like from Jersey, from Hoboken, you know, I think so. I could see that. Like me, like cigar smoker. Yeah, just a little rough around the edges and like, you know, hey, shut up. I'm not, uh, you know, she had Tom, the Oklahoma guy. Now she's going to get like Hoboken telling her to shut up over there. But I hate to say it. It's going to be someone else. Everything you just described to me says no real money, fake money. It's like, I I see it like, yes, they're going to, oh, they're going to spend so much in Vegas. There's going to be suites and planes. And I see all of it. Baby, I just won. Let me go get you the Rolex. I I see it all. But when you scratch the surface, they're going to be like, there's not going to be real money there. It's going to be another situation. Tonya Morgan's uh, last husband. I just, and everyone's like rolling their eyes at me. I'm just like, I'm so, I'm like, I'm sure like they're rolling, but like, I'm I'm not, and again, I'm not age shaming. I I love people in their fifties and sixties. I like housewives in their fifties. A sugar daddy is not going to say they just, that's not how it works. Not only that, a a guy that's reputable and has a wonderful career and is a businessman or that kind of thing. I don't think he wants a woman who's walking around calling other women f and see you next tuesdays i just don't i don't know anyone like that and i know a lot of billionaire men that would not choose that when there's a gazillion women that are very elegant and beautiful and they can take them anywhere and they don't have to worry about that they're not going to google the girlfriend and find her like grinding on a bed you know talking yeah you need to call Sutton because you are, you're still traumatized that she called that it, I see you next Tuesday. Oh, I, and I think Sutton is too. Who wouldn't be? You guys can bond. My life, to, that, that's the only, I'm sure other people have called me that behind my back and trolls have said that, but I have never, I, I have never witnessed someone calling me that other than her in my life. Well, I don't think Sutton's witnessed it to her face either. So no, you guys have that in common. She witnessed it. Uh, she, Erica didn't call it to my face. Oh, she Not did. once. Okay. She did it in the confessional. Yeah. Is that what, okay. Yeah. The people listening to this remember these details. I don't remember the minor details. Most of them, but not that. So, okay, she did it in that. That um, was <laughs> I yeah. just never heard that. I, I just shocked. Like who talks like that? Maybe subconsciously, this is why you like Sutton on the show. No, I like, I also like Sutton because I think she's smart. I think she, I really do. I think she's smart. I think she's unique. I think, I do think she's a little quirky and I like that. I I don't, I like people who are authentic. I don't care. Me too. Uh, I don't, I don't care what you have or what you do, but if you're true to yourself and you're not afraid to just be who you are and attract the people that like you and, and the ones that you're not for. I, my mother always said, 
everyone is different. That's why they're, everyone likes something different. That's why there's menus. We all want to choose something different. And the world would be really boring if we were all the same and we all like the same thing. And we all wanted to eat the same thing. Boring. That's true. And this is why we get along because I like really authentic people. And I really have to say, I don't think, you know, Sutton didn't come back saying like, give me my diamond. You know, no. like I'm going to do what I have to. I beg, I need a diamond. I'm going to, I'm going to be the crazy one. No, Sutton, I no. think just filmed and was like, what is because she is a little quirky having interviewed her three times I like you know and I think she's like this does it like what am I witnessing here like I'm witnessing a bunch of people like uh, this is and think about it it was in real time so Sutton was finding out when we were and she's like this story this whole thing is literally insane I don't understand one word that's going on and everyone around it's like a twilight zone everyone around is acting like this is the patron saint like I have questions right Right. So I, I, she's I mean, she is authentic. And that's the problem with Rinna on the show is that she is not like, like I'm okay with you self-producing if you if we're not aware of it. But with Rinna, it's like, I mean, to be honest with you, I think Rinna's more obvious than LVP. To me, Rinna is just so obvious that it's like she's just she right. gets it like she is producing it's really the denise thing that made my listen i defended rena because yeah. i had blinders on because i love melrose place and told the denise thing and i was like i get what everyone's been like i'm late to the party but i get why everyone mm-hmm. is not so thrilled with her like i i get it that was shocking she that just knows how to like she could just see she was salivating like holy shit like this Denise thing like it's almost like she's like she needs she's like a blogger she's like reality blur she gets it she's like this this is the angle this is the story like she just gets it hey guys there's big news from my favorite home security company simply safe just launched their new wireless outdoor security camera that's right simply safe the system that us news and world report names best home security system of 2021 just got even better this brand new outdoor security camera is engineered with all the advanced tech and security features you want and need to help keep you and your family safe I love that it zooms in eight times. This means that you can zoom in and clearly see things like faces and license plates to capture critical evidence. It has a built-in spotlight with color night vision so you can keep an eye on what's going on day and night. It's super simple to set up and usually takes just minutes. The camera also integrates with your Simply Safe home security system, extending its protection to the outside. Together, it means every door, window, room, and your property are now protected. To learn more about the exciting new Simply Safe wireless outdoor security camera, visit simplysafe.com/slash velvet robe. What's more, Simply Safe is celebrating this new camera by offering 20% off your entire new system and your first month of monitoring service free when you enroll in their interactive monitoring program. What's more important than keeping your home and property safe? Once again, that's simplysafe.com slash velvet robe yeah she's good at it she's good at it but then it's not authentic and then that's where it's like which side are you on i mean i think next season like you say it's everyone's season i think i really think 
I mean, I've heard, but I also make sense to me. I think it's going to be Erica and Kyle. It's like, and then you need to figure out. So to me, it's like Kathy, like where, I mean, Kathy will obviously side with her sister, but Kathy doesn't really have a side yet in anything. Like she's Kathy. I just think it's going to be interesting to how is Kathy, I mean, she's crying at the reunion. How is, if it really ends up being like, I mean, have, have, have everyone, has everyone watched Erica this season? Like she's out. She's not, she's how, gonna, how she's tough. When, uh, when they were at Kathy's um, dinner party, the dinner party from hell and Erica was just like having the moment. She's like, she puts a hand down like this and she's like, I'm getting ready to whatever the hell. And Kathy's like, calm down, calm down. I freaking love it. I yes. love her. She's like, calm down. She's like, I, I, take, oh take a minute, dear. Yeah. Take a minute. So classic. That would be me, but I would be like, probably saying something a little bit more choice and direct than that. Yes. Mm. I, I thought that was classic where she's like, dear, just, like, like so sometimes out. you like forget how, like I forget Kathy's at the reunion. Like she, you forget she's there. And then she speaks like one word and you're like, oh yeah, <laughs> Kathy's like, she steals so- the scene. Because she's so authentic. She's so authentic. And I still think in every scene and situation, she's trying to still figure out what's going on. That's what's yeah. so hilarious. It's like, she she knows what's going on, but not really. Like She doesn't understand how, so she's just well, like, like she's having people over for dinner. She doesn't realize that this is being filmed and it's edited. Right. And so right. it's like, she has a moment and you're like, she's really confused. Remember when, when they had the, <laughs> the one scene, the last episode, I think, or close to it, when they were getting the facials and she was getting the facial and, and the woman was saying whatever, and they said about the meditation, or maybe it was when they were at the hotel and, and they asked her a question about chakras and the meditation goes, she goes, oh, I, um, uh, I just blocked them out. Like she, like they were asking her what, what, what was her like mantra? What was her word for what does she know what chakras are? And the meditation and she's just like oh no when they're talking I just block them out she's listen she's and you know I mean I, I could see that Andy is probably sitting there being like just, it. this is the best thing that's ever happened to us but you know it's kind of like honestly in a way she's she brings the American version of like that kind of like really funny I mean LVP is much drier and wittier in you know in her comments but Kathy is like She's just so, she's just so funny and she's, she's, she's got her own like little thing and she's kind of like the yin and the yang to LVP maybe. Yeah. Oh, the diamond. Uh, listen, Kathy's not going anywhere, but so when did you start? Cause I mean, I had the same reaction you did about Erica, like when, what was it where you're just like, because again, at first when she was talking about this and I couldn't leave, I didn't have access. I'm like, you're saying the same thing, Andy, as you stayed for the money. Like, when did you start to turn? Because I had the same feelings of like, I yeah, there was one, one thing asked, didn't even, she didn't even answer the question. She just started talking. She didn't answer the question. I was like, okay, guilty, guilty. She can't answer the question straight. But I felt like it turned for me where I kind of like, had a, a moment of like feeling for her when she said, um, you know, that it was just, this was her life and she's 50 and she, in his, his, she said, you know, he's 80, his life is over. 
he's in a memory care facility, but I just turned 50 and I, where she said, basically like she has to survive this, like her life has got to go on. And, you know, she just has to do what she has to do. She has to get through this. And she's 100% right. She has to. And, you know, there's a part of it that's true. I mean, she's not been accused of a crime. I mean, can she be, is she, can she be, and is she being accused of being really cold, insensitive, insensitive, unsympathetic, just every thing you could imagine that's, you know, unflattering to say about someone? Yep. And would anyone basically be correct? Yep. But I think that she doesn't have, and maybe again, this goes back to her parenting that her, what she received from her mom. I don't think she has the tools to be vulnerable because it's not a safe place for her. She doesn't have anyone to be vulnerable with. She doesn't have a husband. She doesn't have a sibling. She doesn't have a mother that she can feel like that. She has to just kind of suck it up and put on her armor and just keep marching down the road. And all of the people that aren't going to go with her and fall to the wayside and are, you know, collateral damage and what she's created that's, that's what it is. She'll get new friends. She'll find someone else. And that's what I think. That's the way I think she thinks. Well, yeah. Well, two things like, well, that's the thing. Like if she really didn't know, and now, you know, like when she says she hears from these women, I think this is when I started to have a moment with her, like, you know, women that are like, I've been married, you know, if you're really married to someone and you're like, you didn't know. And like, you were living with a stranger who created this mess whose life is over because they're 80 and now you're left holding the bag. And yeah, you have, then it's like, okay, I get that too. And then it goes back to, if you signed these things and you knew that there was $25 million in your account for victims that weren't paid, that's where people are like, we don't care that you're 50. They want you to fry and rot in jail. And, and, and for me, the fact that in the fall of 2015, Tom said she spends so much money and that if anyone can afford it, they can have her. I heard it from his mouth. He said it. I heard it. I was right there. That's been going on for a long time. And this is before he was senile. So come on. She knew that that to me is like you, you're part of it. You're, you're, you're a very large part of the problem. And if she heard it, if your husband's saying you're spending too much money and anyone that wants to pay for you can have you, I don't know. I, I kind of would just say, geez, I think I need to, you know, relook at this. And if you really say like you love someone and you are going to be with them to the end and hold his hand to the end and you care about them, then when they're basically saying to you that you're spending too much money, why wouldn't you say, Hey, is this cool? Should I stop? Am I doing too much? Like we're a married couple. This is a, this is a couple. Like, talk to me. I'm your wife. You're my husband. Like, let's, I don't know. I, I, I mean, right. you do that? Right. Like you would say, right. Like is what is our financial situation? You made reference to this. Maybe I should cut back. Like you do what you have to do. Yeah. Well, even if there was a big power imbalance between them because he was so much older than her and he was the lawyer and he, you know, she subordinated herself to him. Okay. I'm, I'm giving her all of those things. I'm saying that that is truth, you know, and, and is it completely truthful? I don't know, but 
that's what she says. And okay, fine. But even still, when you're hearing this person who is basically, you know, the gatekeeper who's giving you this life, telling you that you're doing too much. I don't know. And, and I, you would still- ask at least some question at yeah. some point. I mean, I, I would, like I've said this, I don't even know where I said this. I, I don't know if I said this to you, but I've said this, like if some, if I were married to someone and one day there was $25 million or whatever it is in my account, <laughs> although I would be thrilled and, you know, maybe I would take 500 grand and just go blow it. I, I would be like, I- Right. I would be like, listen, this is the best day of my life, but I, I really would do this. I'd be like, I want this out of my account, right? Literally take this out. Like I'm going to stare at it. I'm going to, but I, I need this $25 million out of my account. Cause now I don't know what the fuck's going on. That is just, I mean, it's, it's partly because I'm a lawyer, but partly this is how my mind thinks. And I do have to say, although I have a lot of married friends who disagree and you're, so I I don't know because I'm not married. But it's truly, if I were married and someone made all the money, I, this is, I swear to you, I wouldn't sign anything, but I'm not married. So a lot of people are like, but you trust that what person so much. Wait, wait, what do you mean you wouldn't sign anything? Well, like if someone like Teresa Giudice or like whatever, cause like it, whatever was put in front of me, I would be like, okay, first of all, what, what is this? Like, what is this document? Maybe this is why I'm single Catherine, and I'm going to die alone, but (laughs) that's true. So I mean, but I have friends that are married that are like, no, you just sign what your husband puts in front of you. I just don't understand that. That's just me. Like, I, I don't care like who you are. I would would not do that. Right. So you wouldn't do that. I mean, I I just, but like, there's no world, like there's no, like, there's no magical love potion you could sprinkle over me and like, oh my God, tomorrow I'm a di-. like, it's, it, I don't care who you are that I was married to. If you said, can you just please sign this? I would say, what? What is it? That's what, that's yeah. where it's like, I don't, end. I mean, first of all, what a throwback to women. They were all, well, everyone's making these statements. So I, cause other, these other Beverly, I, I forgot who said it. I don't know if it was Kyle or, but some of them are like, no, you just sign what you're told or what you just put in front of you. I forgot if it was Kyle or Rena or maybe all of them. I, I, I think it's a, I think it's a, I don't, I mean, I, I don't remember who said it, but I think it comes down to and I think every situation is different. I think yeah. strictly Erica, this was a much older man. She was in her twenties and he was a very powerful attorney and she trusted him. And when, that was one of the things when she said that tonight, I was like, yep, I believe that. I totally, totally believe that. But I, again, will say she is no dummy. And I do think, I mean, she's smart enough to when she's talking and she's describing certain situations and legalities to use the proper words, she's smarter than she, she, you can't have it both ways. You can't say like, I don't know. I was just, you know, this blonde that was living the career and no one told me anything. I gave him the money and I used my credit card and I had no control over anything, but then be so very aware of everything that's going on. It doesn't work like that. Well, that's how I felt about the, like, I can't leave because I wouldn't have access to the credit cards. Well, but you have $600,000 per four, whatever. Why are you handing it over? Why don't you say, I, this is my money I'm making. I understand. Cause she was, she was for sure outspending what 
and we talked about this last week. Yeah. She was girl spending what she was taking home from the six hundred thousand. Easy. Yeah, but I still wouldn't. You still want your own money and just spend it on? I guess he's just like, if you want the credit cards, hand it over, and I'll pay for the rest. I guess. Well, maybe it was also because they were married and didn't she say they didn't have a prenup? And she's like, I mean, that was way back when she said like, we don't have a prenup. I'm married to Tom and trust me, he will handle this. And, you know, there's no reason for a prenup because it wouldn't matter anyway type thing, which is really a crock of shit too. I mean, give me a break. Right. You know, yes, you can argue a prenup after so long, but my God, if you're married for 20 years, yeah. Um, but, but, but I had this, I, I did have moments where I felt, I think it was that right. I think it was that. And I don't know what else. There was other things she said where I, I really got the, I literally the same thing you did where I was like, I'm yeah, having moments. Yeah. Because I think that there, it, you, you can't discount that she was so young when she met him and that there probably was a huge imbalance of power in the relationship. And I think that being a female and, you know, and for that long, I'm sure when he came along and she met him, she was a waitress. She had a young child and he was a savior to her. This is long before she had the Erica Jane career. You know, she was probably, you know, getting dressed up in a nice outfit and going to these boring cocktail parties and, you know, and they'd throw the big Christmas party for the law firm every year and she could mingle with, you know, it's, I, I just, I've seen this. I've seen yeah. a lot of relationships like this. I haven't seen a lot of people that turn into Erica Jane and become all of a sudden this performer spending $40,000 a month and a husband that goes off and spends victims money. And I do think that they will find out. I, I think they're going to find out that it's been going on for a long time. And I think that these NDAs, and I don't know how they'll figure this out, but I remember reading something a long time ago that every time they settled a lawsuit, that they, they were always had to sign non-disclosure agreements. And I'm sure the people were grateful to get some money. And so they'll sign the NDAs. And it's like, you want the money? You want $5 million? Sign the NDA and move on down the road. And when you're dealing with a high-powered attorney, you know, you just got to get out. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Whereas I would never sign something my husband will put in front of me, whatever my attorneys have said to sign or do, I'm like, oh, well, okay, sure. I'm, I mean, okay. I, I ask a few questions, but then I'm like, okay, I'll sign on the dotted line. Yeah. Do you think it was going on with Tom before he met Erica, like that long? Like this was, or do you think it was like, shit, I have to keep this woman and I can't lose my trophy? No, I wouldn't say, I think, I mean, I don't know how I, that I, have no clue but I do think it's been there was something that I read that it's been going on for over 10 years I don't know I mean and and, you know he they said tonight on the um on the reunion that he just would tell the same stories over and over again and that was like he just was on a a loop of telling the same things I, I I I can see that and, you know, my mom has dementia and I, I, my mom doesn't tell stories like Tom so much. And I think that there's different levels of dementia and he, he does tell those stories. But if, if this guy was going to the office every day, and if he has bookkeepers and accountants and partners, even if they were, you know, smaller partners in the firm, 
Someone had to see what was going on. Someone knew that the victims weren't being paid their settlement. Someone was handling all this stuff. It, he can't be the only one that took that law firm down. Sorry. No, I agree. And I mean, I don't know. I've been around. I, I think that you also, it, it starts slow, but I think you can tell when strange things happen with someone's memory or dementia, not the big stuff that we all eventually get to, but just little like, well, that's weird. And it means nothing because that's happened once, like even in a workplace. And sure. then it happens again, three months later two whatever it is, it's close enough that you're like, that's to me, the second time I found even like the tiniest little thing, I'd be like, well, that's weird. It could be as simple as someone being asking you for something that you clearly talked about before. And then like the third time, it's like, it's so Mm. minor, but it's a third time with the most minor thing. And now I, that would just be me. I've, I've had this situation. I worked with someone once where like they got, it was a horrible thing. They got in like a horrible bike accident and like really like almost died and they were in like it was like at martha stewart like they were in a coma and everything and then they survived and then they came back to work Mm -hmm. at martha stewart and like you didn't notice anything at first i mean literally they they fell on their head there was no helmet so but it was like i was like one of the first ones to notice it i'm just like it's just weird like i was just asked if we're doing lunch for a second time Oh. Which you could just be like, this person's anal. They want to make sure we're going like, sure, it was sure. so minor. And I was like, that to me is weird. And then sure enough, it became a whole thing. We're like, oh. like short term memory was like just gone, but oh. I don't know. So I just think like with the time, if I worked with this person, it would be minor, but I'd be like, that is so strange. And now it's the third time. And like, we need, someone needs to have a conversation behind closed doors about Tom there. That would be me. Right. And, and I would, I mean, and she did say that she was telling people you know, that there's something wrong and no one was listening to her. Okay. But then in the same sense, if you know something like that's going on and this person isn't, wouldn't you just like kind of not take advantage of that situation and maybe say, Hey, the, the money machine isn't generating. And, you know, I don't know. Right. You like you I mean? would say like, you're going downhill and like, I need to look into this and like yeah. maybe stop spending. and you know. Right. Yeah. I don't know. But I guess sometimes I think, you know, when you think of about what you would do, or I think about what I would do and what makes sense to us, we view it with our eyes and, and what our lifestyle and what our, you know, situation has taught us. And someone that you know, like Erica, who grew up in a totally different environment and has had to survive on her own and just constantly, you know, make it work. She's just thinking, I got to keep pushing and I got to, you know, keep this moving. Yes. And until, and until, you know, the credit card is closed off and they tell me it's done, I'm going to keep going. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I understand not leaving because like you may not have had it like that's where I was like, she's kind of contradicting herself because like Mm -hmm. if you're living in this huge house and like you said, he's having affairs and you never see him and then it's like, that's not so bad. Like, do you know what I'm saying? If you're Erica, I'm just saying like, that's different than I was so miserable 
I had to get out, but I was scared because I wouldn't have any access to the credit cards versus like, it wasn't bad. Like I can't, right. She came and went as she wanted. You see these scenes being filmed where she has the, everyone in her squad creative. They're all in the closet. Like you're basically having like 15 friends over every night in this <laughs> mansion and drinking all the wine. And I, I mean, yeah. right. So it's not that bad a life. It's not like, like, right. Like go, go, go and have your affairs, please. Like it's not such a bad life. It's almost like it's a different story of now you were miserable in the affairs and you were scared to leave. It's like, you can't have it both ways. Right. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Unless if some way she, you know, came out with this thing that she was like emotionally abused and she wasn't able to, you know, see the forest through the trees and she didn't think she could leave him because it was, he was going to, you know, I don't know ruin her career or her I don't know it's you know, just she, like why not it's like this I don't know you just go with your gut then right like this isn't it doesn't seem like this is a woman scorned like that this is a woman no. like you would just I know you can't say this and you can't but like it's still not the same as someone it's like you said she does herself no justice because there are people out there that are on Erica's side. Now there are not many, but there are that are like, she didn't do anything. And like, but I just don't, I think you would handle it different, right? If you really were the victim here, not for lack of a better, for lack of no better word. Like if this really were married to a stranger, look, if you are married to this man and he did all this and you are now left where he's 80 and his life is over 50 years old and you are holding a bag of shit then yes, we all do feel sorry for you. We still have victims that have to be, but then that's, in a way, then that isn't your problem. It's not her problem. She didn't know anything. So then it's like, we feel, look, the joke's on you. You just wasted like 30 years of your life and you're left with nothing and you were married to this older man and you have to start over at 50. Like really, you, we, we, I think everybody would feel sorry for you. So why I, don't, why don't that- we? Because it's it's a hundred percent the way she's handled it, one hundred percent the way she's handled it, and if she and it, and it really boils down to, it really boils down to her um, her lack of, uh, of 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 compassion and and her unwillingness to show any vulnerability whatsoever. Even when she was answering Andy's questions again tonight, I'm just like, yeah, this isn't, she's going to start. I mean, they did the little teaser with her, you know, saying whatever she said to Crystal about like, is this angry enough for you and showing her teeth and the whole face? Like, what is that? Who, I mean, that's so unattractive. Yes. And I even think she missed Andy's point when like someone was looking, I mean, I get you have to live your life when Andy was saying something about like the private jet. And she was like, well, of course I didn't pay for it. Like she laughed it off. And I'm like, that's not necessarily the point. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like the optics on the fact that they're right. Like, do you have to go on the private jet when you know all the paparazzi are following you? Like just until this crisis in your life is over and you figure out what's going on. Like the mere fact that you're pictured there, whether you paid for it or not, that's not the point. Most people are not getting on a private jet today, whether they paid for it or not. 
it's Listen, kind of like you missed the, the private jet when she was with Tom either. No, you know, she's never paid for the private jet. No, it's like, right. She like missed the whole point of that. I'm like, this yeah. is why nobody feels sorry for you. Right. But I agree with you. It's like the way she is just, I don't know. It's just, the. Uh, I don't know, but I also don't know what, I don't know. Like, then you have the TJ Maxx and all those, like to me, those now we're doing staged photo ops, right? Like you're not. Yeah. I mean, it's, come on. Well, listen, even if she needs to go to, I don't know. Yeah. Target. I, I don't know. I would like to know because I mean, first of all, I love when Andy says like, were you faithful to him? Like she has to think about that for a minute. I'm like, okay. But then she says, well, okay, I am like, basically I had to think about it up until the fact that I filed for divorce. So I just, why is no one wondering like, who is it that you were with since you filed for divorce? I would just like to know. I mean, was it a one night stand? Do you like, I I just want, like, why is no one asking this? I mean, that's what she said. She's like, had to think about it. And she's like, up until I filed for divorce. Yes, I, I was faithful. Well, if you had to think about it, there must have been someone from the time he filed. So who is this man? Where is he? Was it? I, I mean, listen, I, I love my husband and, you know, he's nine years younger than me and he's gorgeous and all those things. I am one of those shallow hell kind of people that I cannot for the life of me. I don't care how much power a guy has. If I, you know, and maybe, I, I don't know. I just couldn't. But if, I couldn't. She, like I, I'd like to think I could, but I, I, I can't either. No, but if if you know your husband's not cheating on you, he doesn't talk nice to you. You subordinate yourself to him. You're made to feel less than him. All of these things, and then you're off in Mykonos in some stud, gorgeous, tanned specimen comes up and just like wants to like, you know, I'm come on. I would be like, <laughs> I mean, if I wasn't in love, you know what I mean? If, when you're in love, you have blinders and you don't see it. But when you're not in love and you don't have those feelings, I think your head's a little bit on the swivel, right? You're looking yeah. for. Yeah. I, 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 I agree with everything you say. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with this. Why does, is that your way of saying you think maybe she's had some indiscretions? I don't know, but I mean, I would think it would be, she's a beautiful girl. You know what I mean? She's very pretty. I could see men wanting to be with her and yeah. I mean, it's not like, I don't know. It didn't seem like Tom was like policing her to, you know, find out when she was coming home and where she was and who she was with. I don't get it either. I mean, right. I'm sure there are plenty of men, not with money, just men that are attractive that were throwing themselves at her. I'm sure. So yeah, I'm not sure I buy that either. Now that we're talking this out, like actually, well, maybe that's not her jam. You know what I mean? Maybe she like, remember she says she likes these kind of older, wealthy, bald guys. And maybe she's like got a little daddy complex and she likes that. I, it's not my thing. I, no. <laughs> you know what I used to say? I, I used to say, cause I truly have a friend in the, now I'm really going off topic. I have a friend. She lives uptown 
And she's married to kind of the same thing. She's married to a man with lots of money and he is truly asexual. Like she finds like asexual search histories on his computer. He goes to some of that. So it's like, she, oh, she has a whole boyfriend on the side, honey. But like- Does he know? Does the husband know? I don't think so, but I'm not so sure he doesn't. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he, just he knows. Care. Right. Maybe it just feels like if he doesn't want to be with her, he's not going to take that- you know, like he can't expect her to not want to have that. And he just turns a cheek to it and says like, I can't, you know, I'm not interested. So let her get it somewhere else. And and I used to say this, I used to think now, please note that I, I sometimes think people think I'm asexual. And I just, cause like, I mean, I don't, but trust me, I'm not like, I am not sitting home staring at the four walls. I just don't talk, you know, like a, right. a, pro- a proper lady, yeah. Catherine does not reveal. But exactly. I used to think, I used to say that I thought Erica was asexual. Like I know pretty mess and rolling around. I really, for a while, this has nothing to do with this scandal. This is like seasons ago. I just used to be like, this marriage makes so much sense to me. And like, I actually used to think Erica was just asexual. Like, like, you know, you think she's really cold. And I just was like, it's like, I don't think she really cares. Yeah. I, I I don't know. (laughs) I got this weird vibe of like, not that I'm like an expert on asexuals just because I have a friend whose husband is, but like, I just got that vibe. And I was like, if that's the case, this marriage makes complete sense. Well, maybe, but maybe she is. And like, she, she puts out this whole like sexy thing, but she really, that's just an image and she's not. I I just, I got a weird vibe like that. I don't know why, but it's, listen, I still like it to even what Andy said of like, you know, I think a caller called him, but Andy was like, you know, basically what we talked about last week, like people feel like you're rewriting the narrative. They seemed like almost like a really good couple to me in what we saw. No, I mean, knowing that she like, as you say, as a narcissist, like I almost got the, like the, like the time alone is like what she actually wanted. I mean, I know she was upset. He didn't come to Chicago, but I don't know. I got that impression. Like it was just, you know, an, enough of a presence and not doesn't need to be all the time. I don't know. You don't agree. You don't have to agree with me. You're looking like you don't. Not, you know what? Honestly, it's, it's such a, it's such a dichotomy of like the image she puts out there. And then to like, look at the relationship she was in for so long. I mean, she put out this whole thing that she was just oozing sexuality and like, she was just, you know, like she wanted it to 10 times a day. And then she goes home to a guy. And when I was there, I mean, he was crawling off to bed at nine o'clock looking disheveled. And I, I don't know. I mean, but she, her whole posse is like gay men. They don't want to be with her. No, I don't know. Like either that, or, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I just maybe got that crazy. weird. You know what I mean? Maybe she just got like something on the side and the guy just doesn't, you know, it's just a sexual thing. And maybe the guy doesn't want to take her away from her life. And he just, I, but I don't no- you think now if she had someone on the side, like there would be money involved with his story. Like somebody would have offered him no, some not- money. Buddy, some people can be discreet. And maybe remember when she said, was it on the reunion? No, on the show, and she says, "Oh, when they were on the boat and with the poor, poor boat captain, and they started talking about 
I never or whatever that game is. And she said something about like the strap on and that she was like, I felt so bad for that boat captain. I was yeah, like, oh, now that you're right. I, I feel bad for him. He's probably loved it. But I thought he is probably thinking like, what the hell goes on? Like, and how she, did I? She would be with a guy that if he wanted a strap on, but she didn't want anyone talking. Remember that? Listen, if it comes out that there's some guy that she's, it's, it's going to be a whole, what did you think of like the whole Rinna, like the Scott Disick, like, and then Andy's like asking Kyle about like, weren't you worried about like Chris Jenner and whatever, mm, like not like not like it's just Erica's story has over written. I mean, that's the thing with the next season. It's kind of like they're starting right away. I mean, it's like, but can this whole story carry a whole nother season? I mean, what's going to be different? Like, I guess the difference is, is that she's going in not friends with like, now she knows she's seen the confessionals and not even the confessionals, the press. So I guess like Dorit and Kyle were now are now enemies of hers. I guess that's the difference. Like, I, I think it's going to be more on the interrelations. Is Dorit, are Dorit and Kyle an enemy? I don't know. I don't, I personally don't. Maybe they're I don't not. Know what, I don't, Kyle's going to have to get some big girl panties on to go up against her because they fight differently. And I don't, well, you know, but now that there's Sutton and, and Garcelle, I think it's going to be more of Sutton and Garcelle. I don't, I don't, you, you keep saying that it's going to be Kyle. I don't, I don't know. I don't know that Kyle's going to, it's going to be Kyle against Erica. I think it'll be Garcelle and Rena and Sutton and Erica. And maybe Kyle will, I don't know. You don't think Kyle has it in her to really take Erica to task? In her way, in her way. But they, it's like they're coming to the fight with different sized swords. Do you think Erica would be a more difficult opponent than LDP for Kyle does Kyle have what it takes to take Erica to task which I guess is how I speak now is she going to be able to put her big girl panties on is she going to earn that paycheck next season is that shade am I shading Kyle well listen we're just beginning you guys asked for another supersized episode with Catherine tomorrow part three drops on our Patreon that's right we have over another hour with Catherine dropping tomorrow morning on our Patreon, Granddaddy Roper level. Go over there tomorrow, listen to it, listen to the conclusion. We talk more about Kyle, Erica, Renata, Hilton's. Talk about everything. Tomorrow on Patreon, part three. And I think it's about like almost an hour and a half, like an hour and 20 minutes. So head on over there. And yes, I guess I did just shade Kyle, but you know, we do talk about lots of other things too. So have a great night. Have a great day. Tomorrow, part three. Reunion part two. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five star write up review because the write up reviews 
actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you, guys. See you soon.